Let's do it, boys. One, two, three. You'll have to excuse me. I'm not at my best. I'm gone for a month. I've been drunk since I left. These so-called vacations will soon be my death. I'm so sick from the drink. I need home for a rest. Will soon be my death. I'm so sick from the drink. I need home for a rest. Take me home. Well, welcome to the Life of the Dutch Hall version of St. Patrick's Day, which will last about the open the, the length of this, this opening, because as it turns out, the Irish music and the Dutch don't get along very well. Even though uh, us people from Brabant are the Irish of Holland, and we all know it, we're drunks. <laughs> And this, uh, but I, I did a little research about St. Patrick's Day, and I like to get I like to get it out there. I thought this was all about killing snakes, you know. I thought it was about killing snakes in, in Ireland, but it turns out that's a bunch of horseshit. You know what else is a bunch of horseshit? Being Portuguese and putting putting green dye in your beer so you shit green for a couple days afterwards, and you think that makes you somehow Irish involved in this holiday? I say we're Dutch. Take your green beer and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Let's play the theme song. everybody live from the Dutch Hall. This is the greatest podcast in the history of all podcasts. I'm going to come right out and say it. You know, uh, we have, and the reason that it makes it so good is because we have the full cast and crew in the house tonight. We have the Nocturnal Emissions, the greatest house band in the history of podcasting. Yep. Led by our <laughs> band leader, Michael Bow, is in the, who's in the house. Let's hear for Michael. Oh, Michael. Man. Your mustache is strong. Oh, yes. <laughs> Growth is strong. Right beside him, the savior of uh, the band, the Nocturnal Emissions. He is uh, Steve, the reluctant German. Let's hear it for Steve. Woo! And we are fortunate to have the recently busted cherry of the first Moontime. Cherry has just gone through our bass player. We've seen it take its effect, and he's played wonderfully so far. It sounds delicious. He's magic. He gives us machismo. He's our bass player. Wes Haggins is in the house. Let's hear it for Wes. Wes and you know, gracing us with their presence, we've all adjusted our schedules to suit this man. <laughs> He's the man that writes Once the <laughs> He's the man that writes the music for the show. He is my former friend, <laughs> Dave Charters, is in the house. Woo! Oh, oh, big cheer for him. Big cheer. 
Hey, you humor. know what? No show would be complete without a bartender serving you some really fermented moonshine cherries, and he's here today. He's my bartender and brother. Lisa Paul Van Dyke is here. He's observing something. And we got a we got a real lucky treat here today is for our guests. We have two guests. It is a star-studded event. We have not only from the Isle of St. Martin, we have Bob Barker Ooh. will be on the show tonight. And also straight off of uh, of American tour, jet lagged, we're weary from the road, and full of great stories. I'm so excited to have him here. It's Braden DeCumin is in the house. Let's hear for Braden DeCumin. Yeah. You know what? We also have a beautiful woman in the house, and we can't. I'd be. I would. Uh, you know, be. Uh, what do you call it? Remiss. I would be remiss if I didn't mention her. She's keeping this for posterity. She is our uh, recorder. My beautiful wife. Jane Van Dyke is in the house. Let's hear it for And as always, I am your host, the host of the greatest podcast, live from the Dutch Hall, and two times President's Ooh. Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Right. Hey, actually got a yeah. to start. And now start. the show will die. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Welcome, uh, welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. Uh, I won't get too much into the Irish thing. We already gave them their gears. I don't really get it. If you're not Irish, I don't see why you, you, you're even bothered by today. You know, I, I'm sure the guy did a lot of good things. He was some shepherd that found Jesus, <laughs> and uh, then he, uh, what he did was there was these druids. Is this St. Pat we're talking about? St. Patrick. Or SP. I don't prefer to shorten his name to Pat. Oh, I find right. that to be disrespectful. He's important to, enough to keep his full name. He's a saint. He did something. He did something big. But you know what he did? He drove out the druids. He didn't drive out the snakes. That was just like a kind of a metaphor or something that they said. An, al- an allegory? An, an allegory <laughs> or something. Look it up. I wrote a, I read a word and then I decided research or just go with Dutch Hall research, which is easier. What did you choose? Met- it means metaphor. That's what I ch- decided <laughs> in my own Dutch Hall head. I just made up a whole definition for that word. And I think it, it makes sense. But these guys, the Druids, you know what the Druids are? No, I thought that was a hockey player for Tampa Bay Lightning. A Druid? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a... Do they wear robes? You know the Undertaker? Yeah, yeah you know the Undertaker? Of course he, I know the Undertaker. He comes into the WrestleMania, and he's got the Druids. They're, like, carrying caskets or something, oh, yeah. or oh. torches beside him. they got their hoods on and oh, yeah, chanting okay. and stuff. Oh, Those you know, are the Druids. Yeah, and apparently they were, like, pagans, I thought. And, oh. and uh, they weren't welcome in Ireland. They, they were the wrong religion. And then this guy brought Christianity... And then saved them all from their stupid ideas, <laughs> right? That's what that's what he did. So he celebrate his greatness, right? This is in like the, the fourth century or some goddamn thing, right? <laughs> that's just how far back it goes. Yeah. That's a he drove way. out the pagans, this guy Saint Patrick, and that's why we now get wasted <laughs> <laughs> on green beer, yeah, and puke on streets and stuff like that because he drove out the pagans. Uh, that's what we do to the help pagans out. Pagans just more northern white people. I think there were people that just didn't find. Yeah, they were just more northern white people who didn't understand that the the J- JC was down yeah, south doing some great gods. things. They had different kinds of Jesuses. Yeah, that's what I thought. There was a, they had just different kinds. They happened to be horribly wrong. And St. Patrick told them, You're fu- "You what are you talking go about? Back up north. Are you chanted to some sort of other god? You know, you ever heard of uh, Jesus Christ? It's a big deal down south. Hit the bricks. See you later. Yeah, hit the bricks." Yeah, so that's why we get drunk every year on March 17th, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> right? Makes sense. You know what, Charters? We, we, we held up this show. We have Bra- we have Brain Akuman in the house, right? We have, we- Just on pins and needles, I imagine. <laughs> he, he, the guy's, the guy's got to go on tour again tomorrow. Yeah, he's he's, he's coming here by the grace of God only. <laughs> he's going to Ill- And we got to wait until you show up from the hockey tournament. Is that correct? That's right. We understand you made the finals with your son, right? My oldest boy made it to the finals in the Plattsville Pee Wee local league. Now we tournament. do not know the the results. A division finals. A division finals. This is a big deal, oh. right? On a March break, it's a well attended tournament. Our Wednesday, full day tournament. <laughs> right. So you're talking. What happened in the finals? We don't know what happened. Did they win? We lost four one, but we got a nice silver medal that the boys brought oh, home. Hey. Good oh, work, uh, Burford Coyotes. Well, I'll give you. I, I'll give you that. I. Uh, but uh, it is still the first loser. <laughs> you do realize that, right? <laughs> Second place is the first loser. We were hoping to have more of a celebration. Now, is it true? You were telling me before the show. I don't know if you would say this on air, but you said the people. Well, who are you playing in the finals again? The the team is called Noble King. Uh, the town they're from, Noble King. Anyone ever hear of that? Noble King was the town. Not Norfolk County, I'll no, tell you that. No, I know, because you were saying before the show that the people from Noble King were a bunch of horrible assholes. Is that, <laughs> that's what you said? I think you're paraphrasing. But... Right. <laughs> and you also said that... Uh, that uh, you felt that the one the one parent in particular from Noble King was a, you said a bit of a fairy. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, I don't remember saying that. No, that was a oh. different story. What, you remember? Spread fairy dust on the <laughs> no. hockey players for good luck. Well, he said he seemed a bit effeminate because oh. it, you want to know how he, how Dave knew because he said he said it was really easy for him to put his dick in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Jesus. you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe that was maybe that was just me. Maybe I misheard that. You must have. Yeah. Well, he, I don't know. He had a dick in his That's how he could tell. <laughs> That's how he could tell. That's how he could tell. I wasn't sure before that. Right. You know, you know. Uh, <laughs> I could say a lot of things about those noble king parents, but I'm not going to. That wasn't <laughs> really? one of them. Are you an angry That's par- not one of the things I would have said either. But. <laughs> are you on the bench or are you on in the crowd? I'm in, I was in the crowd today. I was actually recording the medal ceremony, and I shut the video recording off because of the parents in the background. <laughs> too, too, cheering too loudly? Oh, they were just being awful. They were bad telling losers, the kids bad to winners. punch the other kids in the face when they skated by and shook hands. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. That doesn't sound like How a very good sportsmanship. They were 12 and 13. <laughs> Punch each other right in the face. Right in the yeah. face. Did anyone get punched in the you face? You know what? It was the kids put on a real good uh, display today. They were, there was a lot of emotion, and, uh, you know, they were running hot out there. Last game of the year. <laughs> Parents, I don't know why this makes me laugh so much. The parents took it a bit too They're far. They're running hot, eh? Yeah. The parents got into it. It was a big tournament at March break. They're all boozed up. They don't <laughs> have to work tomorrow. Teachers, They traveled to get there too, right? So <laughs> from I don't know how far, but. Yeah. From Noble. From Noble <laughs> yeah. King, probably. Yeah, yeah a bunch of, bunch of, uh, bunch so of uh, j- uh, not so noble kings, but they will take Dave's penis <laughs> in their mouth very quickly. <laughs> Isn't it funny how uh, you have a tournament? There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course not. Yeah. During March break, yeah. hey, everything caters to the teachers. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, who? When do you normally have a tournament on? Wednesday? Not on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. People have to people have to work usually, right? <laughs> well, yeah. When you think most people, <laughs> but they had a tournament just in the middle of the week like that. That's something. Well, I don't give a crap really. Uh, I tell you, there's lots to talk about. We have two guests to get to, Dave. We can't just That's talk right. about your tournament the whole time. Jeez. I can't wait. Yeah, Braden Akuman. You know, uh, Charters, what I want to say, we got to update people a little bit on the mustache that's going on in this room because it is a big deal. We're tr- we got one celebrity guest lined up for the mustache judging contest coming up. So we're pretty excited to have Ryan Vanderbush. He's confirmed oh, oh, yes. to be a judge. That's a nice unbiased. Non-partial, though. yeah. Yeah, non-par- non-partial. We had to get someone <laughs> really that like any of have, us a, have a, a stake in the game, you know. 
And then uh, we also are working on our second celebrity guest, which I'm pretty excited about, but I can't announce it yet. It's unconfirmed. Like celebrity judges. We want to get celebrity judges for this. It's going to be a big show. It's a big show coming up. <laughs> Charters just curls his mustache a little bit, and I tell you, it intimidates me. It intimidates me. <laughs> I can get a curl on it, but Charters, Charters can't grow anything but that goddamn mustache. Like, if this was a beer-growing contest, we would be just pasting stuff on Dave's face right now. <laughs> it's, right it's over. It's yeah, close. you don't have to start. There's no contest. What we did here was somehow leveled the playing field. We couldn't have done a, a weight loss contest because Charters is too fat. We can't do uh, we can't do a, a beard growing contest because Charters can't grow a beard. So we find something that he can participate in, right? And it's the mustache growing contest. And Charters, I tell you, everyone thought you would be the weakest link here because of you, the rest of your face being so shabby and wolf man like. But the that mustache is coming in nice and solid. Yeah, like, that it's is full. A, it is full. Side it's so nice. right From out the of the left here. to the like, right. Mike, you got the dark duster. It's a real thick, burly <laughs> like, old thing. Yeah, isn't it? it's dark. It's it's in, it is definitely a, a, a candidate it's here. Fresh air. But with Charter's curl going on there, these guys. This everything. is like a. It's like it's an organized mustache. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he's doing. You can doing. tell he's done it before. Yeah, he's done it before. Those hairs all know what they're doing. Mine they know where to wild. go. They just stop at the edge. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they do. They, I don't know what it is about it. It's, it's nerve wracking to me. And then we got Paul over here. Yeah, I'm who scared. looks like and the guy just got a haircut. The guy's like the most well kept guy in the Dutch yeah. hall right now. He swears you haven't trimmed that beard. No, you have not trimmed it. Not trimmed my beard. Or your mustache. The hairs no. are growing in your mouth. Oh, I bite the other one off. <laughs> oh, that's what you must do, because you, you look like you got to like you look very well kept. You know, I don't, and it's I think handsome. that's going to work to your disadvantage here. Yeah, you, you're naturally handsome. That's your problem in this contest, because <laughs> if you look over at here, the possible winner, the guy speaking, I can't speak for my own growth, but it feels like it's taken over my entire face. <laughs> it is, a, it is, it's the most unkept thing I've ever done in my life. A lot life. of gray in it this time. A lot of gray. Yeah, I'm very old. Not so much in the mustache, but in the beard. Yeah, my beard is very gray. Even on the cheeks and stuff, it's gone gray. It used to be red. Like, I used to have a big red beard. Really? Now, now all the red hair is gone gray. Like Phil Donahue. I believe he was a, he was a ginger. Yeah, that's what I believe in my head. <laughs> Phil Donahue was ginger. Pretty much. There's no but evidence. Before white? What? That's just a Dutch Hall fact, too. Phil Donahue <laughs> was bright red hair as a kid and then turned gray when he was 16. That's all I know. Like no that, one, does like anyone know who Phil Donahue is? Yeah, yeah. talk show. Okay, good. Because I didn't know if I was showing my age. Daytime or... talk. Yeah, well, yeah. Daytime talk, oh, yeah. But he was like the innovator. He was a big deal like back before in the day. Montel. He was Oprah. I was before just Oprah. Say that. He was a better yes. Oprah. He was. He was a pretty good Oprah. He was, he was a male Oprah. white Oprah. Yeah. Right? That's when male yeah. white people could do things and uh, <laughs> they, people they would ruled. care about them. Now, there's not a lot of markets for male white people in the daytime. You know, people don't like them very much. They usually get thrown in jail. If they, Unless they're checking paternity, like they're figuring out whose baby's whose, then that, that there's still a market for Maury, right? He's doing a good deed. But if Maury was just talking about, like, someone that's going to be, like, that's got a, a midget stepdad that's like dating their daughter or whatever that is. Yeah. You know, Jerry Springer can pull it off and not that well, I would say. No. But then, uh, but I think Maury Povich, he's got a better angle. Just stick to the, 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 the you know, ride the horse that brought you there. Go for paternity tests day in and day out. <laughs> that's good entertainment and you can't beat it. Have you ever spent a whole afternoon watching people decide who the real dad is? That is ridiculous. You don't even think it's on the same planet that I'm in. And it's like very entertaining. Don't you think so? Absolutely. I do. 
Maury Sp- would be terrible if all he did was like build Donahue shows. Yeah, I think so too. Be an awful you know what? Uh, I just came back from vacation. You oh, know right. who else did? My bartender Paul. Oh. Uh, my band leader Mike Boke went on a vacation yes, I out, did. out in, in Calgary. Yep. I have all these people going on vacation on the show. We've been on a hiatus really from doing new ones. We put out an re- old recorded one last week, uh, and so we have not done a live show in a while. So we it feels like we're really getting back to it this week, eh? Everybody was itching. Paul, you were itching. You said, "Yeah, I'm glad we did it on Wednesday." Hey, don't tell oh, the people. Excellent. It's a it's a it's a miracle. You broke down the fourth wall. Now people you know. know it's Wednesday. Makes well, me happy though, Paul. To... Makes me happy. Yeah, I just I was lying. He was late. Now we know. Nah, Charters made know. us fuck it up again because you you <laughs> screwed it up. You, you didn't know we we're gonna do it on a Thursday. I forgot. I got a trip planned too. You guys have all been on your trips. <laughs> yeah, okay. I gotta go on my Changing trip. the subject. Well, we're all yeah, you did. That old chestnut. But anyways, well, it's he always puts his family thing. above the show, and it makes me it makes me just so frustrated. <laughs> So, what kind of person are you? Yeah, what kind of person are you? Catholics. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going to go. Uh, so, we got. Uh, uh, where was I going to go? Oh, I went to St. Martin. That's where I did. I just came back from St. Martin. Paul, you just came back from Cuba. Yep. And Mikey came back from. Uh, Banff and uh, Golden, BC. And you went. So, you went You went on a nice cold skiing vacation. Yeah, I did not go south. I and, but it was. Like, re- like remarkable, uh, right? Remar- First time I've ever been, it was ridiculous. Like, I know why people stay out there now. It's just the with the landscape that so really got to you? In, it was awesome. In Alberta? Yeah, I've never been in the mountains. Like, you're oh, yeah. on top of mountains. It was awesome. Yeah, it's not... It's it, unbelievable. You can't, you can't even describe, describe it. it. Pictures yeah. are like... They don't do it justice at all. Yeah, even in St. Martin, they, like, it's not... It's, it's a mountainous island, but it's not like... Uh, it's not like like you know big rocky mountains. It's just like these hills, right? That yeah. are like, but it looks like the earth has heaved up from the yeah. ocean. Like That's it looks cool. like a real so cool. Whereas when you're living on the flat ground like we do here in Pine Grove, right? <laughs> you 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 uh, it doesn't you, you don't get the appreciation that you're on a like a rock that's spinning through the mm-hmm. the, yeah. the universe, you know. But when you're in at the mountains, it seems like you are on this like heaving piece of rock. Yeah. That is just like Is that what it is? Yeah, I it don't makes know. you think like It makes you shit. feel a little smaller or something somehow. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It gives you appreciation for nature for sure. Yeah. So, I um so when you could you picture yourself like you can you can understand why people fall in love and live out there. Yeah, uh, well, one of my best buddies lives out there that we went and saw. He's from here and I asked him straight up like, "You ever going to move back?" And he's like, "Not when I can do this an hour away from home." Like we went skiing and Right. Saw some, did some crazy terrain, and I said, "No, I can't blame you one bit. Like, yeah. This is unbelievable. It's, it's just a, it's a different it's sort addictive. of way to live, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. When we went to Colorado, it was the same thing. Like you just couldn't believe the amount of stuff you could do to keep yourself active. Active. And yeah. Everybody's in shape and just yeah. loving life, having a great time. Yeah. Even St. Martin, we would walk up the, one of the hills in the morning and stuff like that, and just you, you know, just because you have to get up this hill. it's feels good yeah you know like it just feels like you did something and it's just right there so you just do it right so you don't even think about it but anyways um paul cuba you went on a little getaway right cuba came back you were all refreshed all all uh you were just you and your wife i had some time at the swim up bar Really? Ooh. Plenty of time at the swamp. <laughs> Pee right at the seat? Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> no blue dye in the pool? Uh, well, there was a pee pool and a swim up bar pool. <laughs> yeah. You didn't dunk your drink in that one, I hope. Well, I think there's some people, I've met people when I've gone to those resort vacations where 
they have just like called it. They're in the water with like getting their travel mug refilled and just saying, I am going to piss in this pool all day. So if you're hanging around me, I'm pissing whenever <laughs> oh, I'm standing. Yes. Like this is a piss pool for me. <laughs> and uh, th- I appreciate the honesty. Stay but away. I, but I don't really agree with it. No. You know? Have I peed in a pool in a swim-up bar? Yes, I have. <laughs> and because it gets to a point in the day where you're like, fuck it. Everyone else is doing it, right? So I'm going to do it too. And I don't want to get out because it is a pain in the ass to get out. But 95% of the time, I will get out and pee in the bathroom. That is the truth. That is Good for tr- you. You're, you're uh, <laughs> like like a one percentage? No, in the ocean or whatever, or like when you're in the sea or in, a, in like a real body of water, I will piss. I will not use a bathroom. Well, that's different. <laughs> right. I'll just go into the ocean. And I actually considered on this trip to St. Martin that I would have to take a shit in the ocean. Oh, the aqua dump. <laughs> yeah. Have you done it, Steve? Aqua An aqua dump? dump? Absolutely. You have done okay. Well, please, please, uh, please this. elaborate. This is the, we'll stop the Let's show. See, <laughs> we learn something about Steve every week, <laughs> and this is no exception. This we get to find rare. out when Steve pooped in the in the ocean, an aqua <laughs> dump. The aqua dump. Please tell me that what brought you to that point where you decided I'm going to have to do this. Uh, I was uh, living in a van, and uh, <laughs> down, down by, by the, the ocean. Down, yeah, down it, the it wasn't by an ocean. It was uh, it was uh, by a lake um, in Saskatchewan. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll try it." I've it never done it, right? It's it's. Oh, just... it was more of a thing like that. That's part of what brought me to consider it too. Is that I think it could be a nice, it could be an okay thing. I can just swim away from it. It's probably really clean, right? It's, Don't you yeah. ever it's think like that a, it just floats around it's, your neck? <laughs> I swim like a water. maniac. Bobby in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put, swim away. Swim you away. swim into the wave, so and then you go like zig- nice... you zigzag like a crocodile <laughs> to get away from it. That's what it is. I'm trying to understand if I was to attempt this. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only way to get around it. I don't know. There would be a thing when the waves are coming in, and you just keep like getting being chased by your own shit. Like, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> World's slowest chase. Yeah. You're in a lake, though. That's pretty safe. I was in a lake. You're not dealing with a lot of that. No. So you just went out there, took a dump, and then so well, did we, it we float? were leaving. We were leaving our our location, and I, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll go out to the lake one last time because it was, Thank it was you, a nice spot. <laughs> 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 so it's just like before you leave the moon, you 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 have to plant your flag, right? <laughs> that's right. Same oh, sort of thing. Mm. So you took a dump and say goodbye to Saskatchewan and. uh yeah. And so was it a was it able? It was a clean break. No, I I wouldn't actually recommend it. It's uh, no, it's it's, terrible. It's it's, it's not as awesome as you would think, and uh, not the perfect swoosh. (laughs) You know, it It has to be kind of perfect. (laughs) It didn't get sucked away. Yeah. And then what do you do there? You know, your paper keeps disintegrating when you're trying to wipe your butt. You get stuck to you. Just didn't feel so clean about the whole thing after. Right. 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 Well, I understand, Steve, that you went. It's not an everyday thing, is what you're saying. It was a one-time deal. Yeah, one-time deal. Like a bucket list. (laughs) You're the only one that's done it. Yeah, anyone else uh, just shit in the water publicly? I did. I did it one time when I was a a young kid at the Waterford Ponds. I was there with my parents, like having a beach day. They grew up in Waterford. Yeah. (laughs) Did you do it in your bathing suit though, Dave? (laughs) No, no, out of the bathing suit. (laughs) Okay. It was a. It was. I remember it being a pretty good experience. It popped up. It like popped up like a like if you had a yeah. That's what I imagine. Right, floated up to the top. <laughs> oh, look at it. there it is. I picture I picture that if I honestly if I look at the faces in the room right now and I try to think who's gonna have the most buoyant hard shit of all of us, I would pick Charters. And uh, 
he just looks like he's the type of guy that would have the most like together shit, oh, yeah. right? It's like a torpedo going <laughs> to the surface. Paul Paul would picture just to be just like a just a splattering of mess, <laughs> right? Paul would just be an explosion in the water and like, like when you stir up the like mud a shark and... attack. Yeah. Like I was like a brown see... jellyfish, Jackson yeah. Pollock. <laughs> so, that's why I picture Paul's would be like, and it still smells like cigarettes somehow. You're just like, <laughs> we're in the ocean. There's shit in the ocean. It still smells like cigarettes. <laughs> a little bit of diarrhea, mostly cigarettes. So, anyways, uh, St. Martin. I was going to say about St. Martin. Uh, I just came back from there, and I tell you, it is the, it is the, uh, it is. I've been to the Caribbean a bunch of times. I'm lucky enough that I've been able to travel, and uh, I have never felt so free in the Caribbean as I did at St. Martin. And we stayed at just a, uh, a condo or whatever, and you could go wherever you wanted to in the island. So you're just like going to, uh, you know, beach to beach, and and uh, we packed our own beers and had. Uh, you know, like a, a picnic lunch every day with the baguette and some cheese and went all French on the whole thing. We stay on the French side yeah, most French of the time. Side. Yeah. Mm, so I was interested because St. Martin's an interesting island because half of it is Dutch, half of it is Fran- French. So half of it is owned by, like is actually run, run by Holland or the Netherlands, Antilles or something. Yeah. And the other half is run, is like, a, it's like you're in France. Like it literally is part of France, right? So uh, it's a very... Uh, a multinational place you know there's people from all over the place everywhere uh people can speak pretty much like any language i would speak french to people and then they would talk back to me in english you know because my french accent was so poor and then <laughs> by the end of it though they started like humoring me or whatever so it was which was nice but uh i tell you it was fun we, my favorite moment of the trip was we went we hiked up to this uh beach called happy bay and we had spent a lot of time in friars bay and uh which and then from Friars Bay, you could hike up to this Happy Bay, and uh, that was a private, a more private beach, and you can go full uh, nude up Ooh. at that beach, right? Oh. So that's where I decided to take my kids for a hike, and then go have a picnic <laughs> lunch, right? I didn't think that was coming out. Next. Right, that's where we decided we'd take our kids for a picnic lunch. We're gonna hike up to this other Happy Beach, have a picnic lunch there, and look at apparently look at old people's dongs <laughs> while we were having a nice picnic lunch with my kids, right? So we're already at a, like every other beach is topless. You got topless beaches everywhere. And uh, so you, I'm already explaining to my teenage or preteen daughters, you know, that, you know, their girls are going to have their top, their tits out at the beach or whatever. And then, uh, so you say like, but don't worry. It's like, a, you know, a few seconds you look at the boobs. It's, it's, it's nice to be able to look at a new girl's boobs. And then you just get used to it. And then it's no big deal, right? It's, it's not like a strip big, club. Like a strip club, right? It, it wears off. It's mm. like it really wears off quick. It's just kind of part of the scenery. And for most of the week, that was correct. But at one point in the week, this girl sat down at the at the towel next to us on the beach. She was she had such a ridiculously hot body, I couldn't stand it. And I actually had to say to my daughter, remember I told you that thing about... I'll never get used to these ones. They're crazy. <laughs> like the girl's like a model or something like that. I can't. I got. I said I got to look straight ahead at the ocean. I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble with your mom. I don't want to get in trouble with that girl's boyfriend. But she's crazy. You remember Jane? You remember this girl? I don't know what she was, but her she was ridiculous. And there is an exception to that rule. There is an exception to that rule. You don't get used to them all because I've seen a couple. So does your head immediately cock over? Well, I was creepier about it. Sunglasses? <laughs> yeah, sunglasses, and I like to pretend that I'm just like looking at something in the na- in nature. 
like, oh, look at that pelican over there. And then I'm just like staring. Oh, she's got like puffy nipples, like brown. <laughs> oh, I can see everything. It's the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all my inner dialogue. Yeah, I, I do know. Just yeah. picture you with a welding mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll never know. She'll never know. I'll tell you, they did pick up their towel and leave at one point in time, which is a blessing for me. What, the 10th time you walked by? I don't know. I didn't walk by. I just sat there beside her, you know. Every time yeah. they moved down the beach, you would move down the beach. Talking to my daughter about her boobs. That's all I did. There's nothing weird about that. It's perfectly normal. Right? Anyways, that was my favorite. We went up to the, this, when we were at the Dongs Out Beach there, having the picnic with our kids, um, we see this one couple come down. Uh, they happen to be a, a gay couple, two fellas, you know, they're holding hands, walking down the beach. The one guy, he's wearing a pair of uh, Speedo swim trunks, you know what I mean? Speedo, Speedo swim trunks, so that was nice of him. The other guy's wearing a shirt, you know? <laughs> I think it was that guy's shirt. And because he had no pants on, he was Donald Ducking it with his big dong out. Donald Duck. Yeah. Just, uh, was it, you say Porky Pig? <laughs> what do you say, Dave? You laughing at Donald Duck? You say Porky Pig? I don't know what, what I mean. You know what that is when you wear your shirt and you don't wear pants. You got your dong out and you're holding your boyfriend's hand walking down the beach and we're trying to pick a clutch with their kids. That's Donald Ducking it? That's Donald Ducking it. The Brie yeah. wasn't the only cheese. <laughs> yeah, they brought sausage and cheese down to the beach. Yeah, they, did, they sure did. <laughs> Big, uh, yeah. The French, I guess, aren't big on the. Did you get used to the dongs? Like you got used to the boobs? Like was it? We weren't there long. <laughs> Most of the dongs, to be honest with you, were old fat guys, you know, and they weren't that impressive, you know, from, from a distance where we were sitting from our kids, we couldn't really get that good of a look of it. That's why I don't have a mic right now. The gay, yeah, the gay guys. <laughs> did you see more dongs? Did you have more of a take on it? I always said, yeah. to the, I always yelled at them, stay away. I don't want my wife to have perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Only you weak fools. I've been telling like, her I'm huge for 20 years. You you know? Gay men with your chiseled abs and <laughs> Big shaved groins. Mm. <laughs> right, Dave? Hey, like that guy from Kings, whatever. <laughs> that hot. Not so noble. Yeah, yeah the Kings Noble. <laughs> Anyways, St. Martin, uh, what we did when I went to this beach, it was uh, the beach of Friars Bay. We met a guy by the name of Bob Barker. And uh, you know Bob Barker? Yeah, the the price is right, the Bob. Price is right, yeah. Yeah, Bob Barker. He was, uh, <laughs> I met him in St. Martin. And Rod Roddy. And I got an interview with him. He was a local guy. Oh, sweet. And during the week that we were there, there was a lot of stuff going on in uh, St. Martin. And one of the things was a big strike. And uh, they shut down the streets and it created a lot of traffic problems, right? Mm. Which wasn't that. Uh, so I would ask people, you know, like, what's going on in your country? Like, what's going on with the strike? And I'd ask, like, people that were trimming the bushes, you know, like, the, uh, people that were, like, you know, the French people or whatever. I'll ask them what's going on this strike, right? Uh, one person said, the one French person said, uh, these it's these beach people that are trying to, uh, like, the natives or whatever, that are trying to get more money for, or f they want to get, uh, be able to make their money on their lawn chairs, selling lawn chairs or uh, selling craft or whatever they're doing on the beach, braiding hair, or massage or whatever they're doing. Uh, they don't want to be able to have to pay that. They want to make more money. They don't have to pay anything to do it, right? So some of the French people are like, well, there's the rules to doing business and you should just do it and work hard, you know, and stuff like that, right? Uh, this guy is a native St. Martinite, Bob Barker. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know that about Bob Barker. Did you know that? <laughs> That's a good tan. Yeah, he's from St. Martin. But, uh, so he's... Uh, 
he I asked him his opinion, and he actually knew what he was ta- knew, knew a little bit about it. And uh, we actually got into a bit about how he stays faithful to his wife. And uh, he ended up being a great guy. He took care of me all week. If you ever want to go down, it used to be called Callie's in Friars Bay. Uh, I think they call it now Roots in Friars Bay is the name of the establishment. It's a great place. We spent every day we went there, and uh, Bob took great care of us. And as a... And uh, we were lucky enough to get him in as an interview. So let me see if I can pull this up on my phone. I usually screw these technological things up. Come on down. You're the next contestant. <laughs> oh, geez. There we go. All right, let's play this thing. A lot from the Dutch Hall. We've been in a lot of cool places in the world, and this is no exception. We are here in St. Martin with uh, one, of our, weird, uh, eh? one of the most notable names we've ever had on the show. We've had a lot of big names. We've had the Iron Sheik. But we've uh, got a like uh, real legitimate big name. Bob Barker yeah. is with us here today. Thank you, Bob, for coming in. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. So we're down here in St. Martin. I'm here with my buddy. We're just chilling at the bar. We're at work. Yeah, this everything inter- is just relaxed. Being interviewed. Do you, have, do you have a way to say Irie? You know Irie? Everything is cool. Everything is Irie. We're back here in St. Martin. You know. <laughs> is that the same here? The expression is the same? It's a Caribbean thing. A Caribbean. It's originally from Jamaica, but we all, you know. Yeah. When you feel it, you can be Irish. Yeah, you can feel the vibes. <laughs> so you were actually born in St. Martin. Born and raised like five generations of my family was born in the islands. And how, how have you seen a change since uh, in your lifetime? Well, there have been a lot of changes, ex- um, especially with the youngsters. You know, we have seen a lot of stuff. The development of the little island have changed also, but... You know, the crying out for the old, the, the older heads are the young ones, you know, they don't respect anything. So we, we try to try to get everybody back on track, you know. Same problems we have at home, it But it's like. hard because it's a small little place where you could find like 127 different nationalities. And everybody comes with their own culture when you have that kind of mix. Yeah. So, you know, it makes things hard. When I was a kid, it was like maybe like... 30 to 40 different nationalities that was living on the island. Right now, I'm 40 years old. I'm not very old, but I've seen a lot of changes yeah, yeah. for the last 25 years. People coming from all over now. All over. And uh, do you feel you lose a little bit of what's naturally St. Martin with, when there's so many people come from other parts of the world? Or well, is that what makes you guys? You know, now, there is a blessing, and there is also, you know, a little bit of negativity, it comes with a lot of positivity and it also brings a lot of negativity. For example, St. Martin is one of the islands in the Caribbean that you find kids that are trilingual. So here you could find kids that speak three different languages and it's all because of the different mix that we have in the island. For example, my wife, she is from the Dominican Republic. So our son, he speaks Spanish, he also speaks French as his first language, but he also speaks English. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's one of the positive things. There's that, lots of opportunities. Yeah, you know. So not like the other Caribbean islands. For example, we have the island of Angola, which is only 15 minutes away yeah. by ferry. And they don't speak as much languages as we do. So on the Dutch side of St. Martin, you get the kids speaking Dutch, Spanish, and English. French side, French. English and Spanish, so it's a plus for the kids, especially when they travel to France to further their studies or they go over to Guadeloupe and Martinique. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but at the same time, it also brings changes because a lot of people just come to make their money and they don't respect the natives from the island. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a plus, but it's also a bit of negativity, but we're going to work with what we got together. Did you hear about that strike that happened last week? Yeah, the strike was all about um, down at the beach, there was some people that was 
there for the last 25 years, and the rent that they was paying for the last 25 years was 500 euros. The place was shut down, they restructured everything, and the rent actually went up like five times the amount. So, you know, it was a bit angry for the local people from paying 500 euros to 2,500 euros, yeah. which is unfair. So they had a strike and the roads were blocked off. You know, you have to fight for what you want. And did they get anywhere with it? Well, they came to agreement and... You don't know? I think the, they're gonna be paying 1,300 euros monthly. Uh, compromise. So, yeah, so... It was, it was not the way everybody wanted it to turn out, but still it was better than 2,500 euros. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. Well, it's nice that people get to be heard, at least. Um, so, I have another question. Now, you said you're married, right? Yeah. And you work here at the beach with uh, beautiful, um, topless women most of the time, right? Yep. But you come home to your wife every night, right? Yep, definitely. <laughs> so, do you think you get enough credit for that at it, home? It, well, it's not easy being me. It's a hard job, but somebody have to do it, you know? Yeah. It's not easy living in paradise, you know? Yeah. Seeing all these beautiful ladies. I try to stay focused, but it's hard, you know? <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. Please lead me not into temptation, but it is what it is. It's a lovely place. All right, Bob. Well, I really do appreciate you coming on. We hope we spread the word of St. Martin. Yeah, and, man. Uh, thank you very much. I'd like much. to say one final word. I'd like to big up my family, big up all my friends that I work with, big up Tio, big up Nicholas, big up Chloe, Evan, Gigi, big up my boss, Callie, his wife, Caroline. Big up. Big up everybody in St. Martin, all my friends and family. One love, peace out to my one and only bedroom, which is Stanley. Big up my football team, big up the whole world, and big up my man. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Bob. Big up, Bobby. Big up for Bob, eh? That's it for Bob. That's it for Bob Barker. Bobby, big no, up. Bob, big Bob's up. down there at uh, at uh, Roots, down there in Friars Bay, and he says he's going to be spreading the word of the Dutch Hall for us. And hopefully he's got a sister in the Queens, and he says he's going to pass the message along to her. So maybe we got a new listener in Queens coming up, which uh, every time we get new listeners, we like to uh, recognize them in a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's Feedback, We Got Feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. Uh, if you go to the Live from the Dutch Hall webpage and you click on either of our Amazon banners and do your Amazon shopping, some of that money will come back and help the show. And you know what, Braden? I don't know if you can see over there, but on our on our bulletin board, we have a check posted. Oh, baby. Uh, right there on that bulletin board there under the light switch. I do see that. Can you see Can you see the amount on that check? That's posted. Really. All right, you got to look at that. Drum roll. Uh, I can see it. Do you want me to say? Yeah, what's the amount there? It's like $108. $108. Let's hear it. That is awesome. Uh, we are now in the money, officially in the money with Amazon. So thank you to everybody that's helped us. We got an actual check. I wanted to get a check. I don't even know if I'm going to be uh, um, a cash in it. I might just stare at it and, it looks and, good and where put it, it in it splendor good. until I need that to buy something really sweet for the Dutch Hall, which has a new setup, by the way, and it looks great. Oh, and it's all due the, to uh, the contribution of our listeners from people that give us T-shirts and some people that go to our website and they click on the VG Meets banner. Yep. You know, Some people right. will go to our good friends at VG Meets They'll, they'll go to our My Life in the Dutch website, they'll click on that VG Meets banner, and they'll bring it to either locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and they'll get a good deal on some good freezer meat, and uh, some of that money will come back and help the show. You met VG at I your, your the, big uh, gig. Yeah, very nice guy. I was happy to, uh, happy to see him. 
So you you get to you when you go play the gig like at David's Nocturnal Emissions like Rock David's yeah. last week. Yes, we never mentioned we it, yes, right? We did. Saturday night show. And uh, you guys, uh, did you see see some Dutch Hall people out there? Yeah, yeah we for did sure. see a few. Yeah, some good supporters, and uh, hopefully a few more will come out. I think we're playing May seventh again there, so it's gonna be awesome. May seventh at David's yeah, again. Start spreading yeah. the word, and we'll have a. Have v- a shaker there for Vige sure. Vige was there. He brought some family. Or VGN is so – there's two VGs, actually. Did you meet both? I met one. Yes. Kyle and Kevin were there. Yeah. So uh, thanks to those guys for coming out and supporting Absolutely. us. Yeah. That was nice. They were awesome. They were there all night and yeah. Uh, yeah. rooting us on. Former a couple Noc- drinks for us. Nocturnal Emissions member uh, Adam Hill was there, the percussionist right. of Nocturnal Emissions. Right. So I heard, I heard that he uh, even joined you on stage for a number or two. Yeah. Special guest appearance. Mr. Tambourine Man. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a fun time had by all. Every time we have the Nocturnal Emissions right. out there, I was sad to miss it. I, I, I really do feel like I, I, I missed out on my on one of my kids' big events. You know <laughs> what I mean? It. <laughs> right. First communion. Yeah. But at least I was able to pay you today. Which made me feel good. <laughs> I waited till Michael was gone and then paid you the money. <laughs> like it was from me. I thought it made me feel good, though. Yeah, I'm, you like I'm just the band leader, not the secretary. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the treasurer. Yeah, the treasurer. That's yeah, right. It gives me un- un- unwarranted power over you somehow. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, uh, you know what else we didn't mention is if you ever want to book a nice event, like a music event or whatever, you go to uh, www.latesivista.ca. Check out this a great location on the North Shore of Lake Erie. It's great. It's 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 a beautiful place to book any of your events because Lakeside Vista, where the views are beautiful and the memories are even better. <laughs> and our final uh, uh, sponsor, which we have to get to before we hit hit our uh, listeners, is uh, Van Dyke Party Services. <laughs> Van Dyke Party Services brought to you by Clean Flow. Oh, who brings you all of the great treats and gifts that we can give out as prizes when Van Dyke Party Services come? Did you know it'll be prizes when we come? Wow. Too. It's it, that is what's so great about it just Van Dyke keeps Party Services. Better and better. So Van Dyke Party Services. You know we're gonna have to face facts, guys. If you most people out there cannot throw a proper party, <laughs> most of their parties are boring. It's just true. They're dull. You know, let's say you're, let's say, and you know what our, our greatest gifts are, and we've been skirting around the issue because of our women, because we're all married people who are lovingly dedicated to our wives or in girlfriends and, and significant others, mm-hmm. ma- uh, husbands, because it's just, it's not just the, the men who are in part of Antic Party Services, but in this particular incident, instance for a female bachelor party. Oh. Oh, right. You might be looking for an all-male lineup. You might be looking wow. for an all-male lineup. And I got to tell you something, guys. Everyone knows this is our strong set. This is where the Van Dyke Party Services will really flourish is at a, a bachelorette party. What you girls going to do, what you're going to do normally is you're going to go out, you're going to get one of your bridesmaids. She's got no creativity. She doesn't know how to throw a good party. What you're going to do, you're going to go to some some horrible, uh, nicely decorated home with hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. Maybe they'll bring in a, a stripper, I wonder a male if have, stripper. Will they have penis straws? Yeah, they'll have penis straws. <laughs> Maybe they'll play some games. Yeah, they're going to play some games. They're going to like try to see how much uh, they're going to wear each other's bras, put them in the freezer <laughs> or something like that. That's what they do, right? <laughs> sure. Boo. Well, I'm telling you what you do. You invite in five Van Dykes. Five Van Dykes come in, not a male stripper that's going to just sit there and shake his dick at you, and probably one of your friends will give him head by accident or something <laughs> like that. Oops. <laughs> not tell their husbands about it. You know, I know how this stuff goes down. What you want to have is good, clean fun. The Van Dyke Party Service is going to give you that. Because you know what's sexier than a, a male stripper dancing around, waving, waving his dong in your face? 
It's a male Van Dyke just dancing fully dressed. That's what it is. <laughs> Anytime a male Van Dyke dances, it's sexy girls. And you invite us down, five of us, five of us dancing at your bachelorette party. You're going to have the greatest time of your life. I don't see why you don't do it. All it's going to cost you is our expenses and $100 of cold hard cash. And if you're not fully satisfied, we will give you $100 and uh, back. No regrets whatsoever. Uh, but the expenses are already put through our bodies and maybe even yours. <laughs> That's Van Dyke Party Services. <laughs> Don't live your life in regret, girls. Where the expenses Van Dyke go through Party our services. bodies and even yours. Brought to, you by, brought to you by our friends at Clean Flow. <laughs> you know, uh, we like to welcome our new listeners every week from all over the place. And this week uh, is no exception. We got new listeners this week uh, from Inglewood, Tennessee, uh, Cambridge, Ontario, London, England, and uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Well, you say Asheville, North Carolina. That sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? Asheville. Interesting. That's not a a new listener. That's an old listener come back is what it is. The return of Asheville. The return of Asheville. And you know, Asheville is the home of Life from Barbie Mansion. Oh. Mm-hmm. And what Life from Barbie Mansion did is they got a hold of us at uh, livefromthedutchhall at, at gmail.com. Or maybe they went on Facebook. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> great oh. gals. Great gals. I hit that with my elbow. <laughs> nice work. Beautiful. I'm going to shut this, this one right be. down. It's the soundboard sound is ruining our day. There we go. Sorry. Uh, so the girls decided they were going to forgive us. And uh, they sent what? us, they forgave us. Yay. Dave, they sent you the message too, didn't they? They did. They have big they, hearts. Yeah, they did. What they did was they realized that uh, the joke wasn't good fun. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't meant to be uh, a personal attack on the, on the young ladies. It was just right. meant in good fun by our listeners. And I think what she did was she went back and listened to it and heard it as being a, a piece of humor. And uh, she forgave us. Uh, the, the girls, I should say the both the girls, Blondie was a little bit hard, harder on us, I believe, eh? She was uh she was like the most heartbroken by our by our uh, not defending them. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know either. But the girls came back and that was great. So we have them back. They actually sent us a message saying this. They said, uh, "Life from Barbie Mansion is back, bitches. Uh, oh. We just had a marathon. Listen to your show. We miss you guys. Aww. So they're back." Well. That's nice. Yeah, we also had a message uh, last week uh, from uh, Ryan Vandenbush, oh. who bought some T-shirts hmm. uh, from he, you know, live from Dutch Hall's T-shirts for sale, twenty bucks. We have uh, actually some women's sizes in now too, though they do fit small. So uh, my wife is what is like a, a tiny little girl, and she is uh, large. So you might still have. I don't know if we have it figured out for the female sizes yet, but the male sizes are all in. We got everything from from uh, 2XL to uh, medium, and uh, 20 bucks. That's it. So just get a hold of me at live from DutchHallGmail.com, and you can order your shirts. Ryan said, uh, if you need another male for the whiskey drinking contest, count me in. Oh, Bushy. Oh, Stepping team's, up. Team's getting stronger. Mm, I got to tell you, though. Like a great addition. I got to tell you, though, I'm not sure about it. No? I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure we have the space. To have another people, if we have three women in, and we might have to rely on the on the cast of the show to drink against them, right. well, I'm thinking we have to do that. We might have to say a pass on Ryan's uh, generous offer. Maybe we have to have tryouts. But <laughs> <laughs> she just kicks our ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I might have an idea when we're going to do the show, so it might be sooner than you think. It might be next week. Whoa! So <laughs> Holy Thursday might be the best day to do it because people don't have to work Good Friday. 
And so if we can do it while we're watching uh, our super guest come in, who is a world record holder coming in next week. Beautiful. If we can have a world a world record breaker and a whiskey contest at the same night, yes. it could be a super show. Absolutely. It, it could be an over the top show. So we might be working working at booking that for next week, where we have a guy break a world's record attempt or like on our on show, the, show? the second world record holder we could have on our show. While we drink whiskey. While we have a whiskey contest, it could Brilliant. be it could be a recipe for a real great show. So we're going to see if we can line it up with the girls for next week. And I'm just saying, Ryan, I'm not sure we can fit you in here because mm. there's so many. The girls' team is stacked. We have uh, yeah. yeah, we have uh, Tara. We have. Oh, you got it right. Yeah, I did. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, we have Kelly. Sweet, sweet mm. Kelly. Sweet, sweet Kelly. And we have, who's it, Lisa? Cousin Julie. 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 The captain. Oh, the captain Julie. Oh, this is a strong team. So I'm in. This is a strong team. <laughs> I'm in. You in, Mike? I'm in. Mike's in. We need one more guy. It's a rival, sweet, I'm sweet out. Kelly. Paul, <laughs> you working good Friday? Mud runs? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we need one, Wes? No, lunch. Not oh, much of a whiskey drinker. Okay, well, we can we can arrange it. I think we have to arrange that for this. Or, a sleep or, or it might be a sleepover party. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Either Slumber way. party. Yeah. Okay, we got it. We're gonna. We might even have to call in Ryan, but we're gonna have a three on three next week. We have to work out the uh, logistics of it, mm-hmm. or if we can work it out. Anyways, uh, that's it. We, the last piece of feedback we got is also from uh, live from the chaw at gmail dot com, and this one says, "Hey Pete, I've only listened to a couple of podcasts. I saw this video and found it hilarious. It might be funny for you guys to listen to it and break down as it's playing. Uh, again, I've only been listening to a few shows." So I'm not up to speed as far as uh, your format. Either way, uh, it's pretty entertaining. I'm a daily Howard Stern listener, and your show makes me laugh. Uh, con- continued success from another Dutchie uh, from Kevin Van Dungeon. Kevin oh. Van Dungeon. Kevin. And I'll tell you, Kevin, he sent the video. You know what he sent the video of? It was the old Honey Badger video. You know the Honey Badger video? Yeah. And I got to tell you, Kevin, I appreciate it, but it is something that uh, I'm not sure if we covered it on the show before, but I am the Honey Badger. I have a honey badger uh, magnet on my uh, fridge, actually, in my home, because uh, I'm the honey badger. I don't give a shit, right? <laughs> I don't give a fuck, right? That's Let's the point of it. Out. My goal is to be the honey badger. The honey badger is not only a video that I like and watch online on probably a daily basis. <laughs> it's motivation is what it is. But it, 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 it's a, it, is a, it is a compass in which I live my life, the honey badger video on uh, youtube so look it up everyone if you haven't seen it yet that is pete van dyke it is actually a video of me <laughs> walking it, around walking around not giving a <laughs> shit right anyways but but i want to say kevin you gave us an idea to talk about on the show that enters you into a t-shirt draw oh nice for live and that's all and in this in this particular incident it also makes you listener of the week you're the listener of the week right <laughs> you know the only uh that the only other right. thing we got to do as part of feedback is talk to our good friend oh our good friend the, Haitian, the haitian dwarf uh so the haitian dwarf is a guy he's been he's been a listener with us from the very beginning and he's been on he he's been, he's been uh persano in uh in grotto we don't know where he is yes he's gone he's gone we don't know where he is but we still like to play his theme song every week because uh, 
there's a t-shirt draw that's we're gonna do on March 31st of free people to send them in so we have a little song we sing I do the lines I got the, oh, yeah. I, I got the lines so I, I'll do them Piss in my mouth when I'm down south. I ho, I ho, I ho, I ho. It's off to bed we go. I need your jizz inside my sniz. I ho, oh. I ho, inside I your schniz. I ho, it's off to bed we go. Your droopy tits give me the shit. I ho, I ho, I ho, I ho. It's off to bed we go. Two knuckles deep so I can sleep. I ho, I ho. Don't be insane, give me some brain. Hi ho, And so all of those beautiful lyrics were written by our guests this evening. Hey. <laughs> who has been entered into the t-shirt draw. In fact, I like that so much that we've actually given Braden DeCumin, our guest, a oh. Live from the Dutch oh. Hall t-shirt. Yeah. Here Thank is. you so much. And uh for coming in from a long, a, 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 a grueling tour all over grueling. the U.S. and uh, just coming in for like a short period of time before you're off to the states again tomorrow, right to Illinois. Yep. Touring with the McCartney years. Yep. Uh, what's it? Uh, so where did you, where did it all take you on your tour this way? You went to. We started in Las Vegas and then went to Florida, then to California, then back to Florida and Georgia, and then to Massachusetts and somewhere else. And then back home. So it's been about a month and a half or a little longer than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is that the, that's the about the longest one you've been on? Pretty close, I think. I didn't really count, but it's it's up there. Most so, miles, I bet. Like, you're back and forth. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Tons of miles. So when, you, when you're when you on the road a lot like that, how long of a of a break do you have between gigs? Like, Well, the, the one sh- st- uh, string of shows we did, it was, I think we did eight shows in seven days. Something like that, and then we had a couple wow. days off, and then it's usually like three, and then a day kind right, of thing, right. and that's usually a travel day. All right, so you know, back in the day, when you when you know, when I think about rock, you know, people going on tours, you know, playing music and and the like, you know, there's groupies lined up in the back and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, in today's day and age, that's uh, it's probably not the same thing, right? Or, a little bit. A little bit. Well, <laughs> More not, exactly. not at the show. But. Not at the show, right? No. But uh, today's day and age, most of it's done by technology, is what my point is. Tinder, yeah. Yeah, t- uh, Tinder would be one example. Back in my my day, me and Charter's day, right, Dave? The closest thing we had to Tinder was we had to line up a bunch of girls from a high school in a line and push them left or right, depending on our opinion. <laughs> of them. That's right. Right? That's the only thing we had. Yeah. Right? But, this, but now, today's day and age, you know, you can just go and do this electronically and judge people quickly and then mm-hmm. if they judge you the same way you can just find all kinds of interesting people whatever tickets you fancy yeah absolutely do you ever sex. take advantage of something like that absolutely it's funny you bring that up <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like we planned it almost eh? yeah now when i was down in naples we were there for the last night of our show and i was bored at night so i was you know surfing through tinder and that i ended up matching with this girl right and so we were mm-hmm. talking a bit and can't remember how we got onto the we ended up setting up a date for the next day at like nine in the morning because we had to leave at noon to go to another city so we just went and hung out and walked down to the beach and uh we jumped in with our clothes on for some reason my Mm. suggestion yeah yeah, perfect and then we ended up seeing dolphins 
It was magical. Really? Like wild dolphins. <laughs> oh wild dolphins. Did you ride them? No, no, no. It was uh, they're they're tricky to catch. <laughs> so this is like this is like uh, this is like some sort of uh, you know sounds magical serendipity. Sounds it's like yeah. everything coming together. Stars aligned. Yeah, through Tinder, you have, you had dolphins. You have a moonlight <laughs> dip. You know, a spontaneous guy that just comes up with this idea. Like what? Have, devil may care. Throw mm. it into the wind. Let's right. Just jump into the ocean. And then, uh, so you found this girl, right? Yeah. Just, just ideal. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up at capping off, being a nice evening. You took her home, probably. No, no, because we had to leave at noon. All right. And so we left for the next, the next town, and I ended up getting a message, and she was asking how far away I was. And I said, I don't know. I think it's like forty minutes, something. So she ended up coming up after work, which ended up being midnight. Right. Now, is there anything in particular about this girl <laughs> that would make her different from another girl? Uh, what would make you swipe? The right way on it. Is it swipe right if you like them and left if you don't? Or how is it? Yeah, I think so. So, which would make you swipe? What was it? Was she, she attractive? She's very attractive. And she had purple hair. Right. Oh. And <laughs> purple yeah, hair. The one thing that, was, that caught me off guard a little bit was that she said she was polyamorous. Polyamorous. Do you know what? Now, you said, you know, no, no, polyamorous. If I had to guess what it is, because I'm going to use Dutch Hall uh, research here okay. Sure. Okay. on polyamorous. Yep. I would say poly means many. Correct. Uh, amorous means affections, right? Or, Maybe. or something like that. She loves many things. Loves. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, it's, it just means that she's in multiple relationships at once, like loving relationships at once. Oh, okay. So yeah. she can be like, uh, like um, monogamous with many people. <laughs> no, is it, like I mean, so, so yeah, like she can of, be yeah. in love with them and then and and dedicated to them, but she's just got like Mormons. Right, like Mormon men. Sort of, yeah. I, yeah. I guess not so much the women. Not so much. Oh, so she, so that's what it means. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Okay, so I, I thought it was just, I thought it was like meant like you're just hooking up with, you know, a few people at once. And I was like, oh, that's cool. She's honest about that. And then she totally corrected me on it. She says, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not just, you know, banging three people. It's. And it sounds like semantics in a way, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I. I, 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 I don't. Told her I, I probably couldn't do it. Like I can't handle one relationship at a time. So. Yeah, well, it's a way of saying like I'm just gonna cheat on you and be honest about it, but I'm gonna like the other guys I'm cheating on you with, right? It's kind yeah, of the same I, thing. Yeah, I kind of get that that vibe from it. Which is which is which is to me, uh, still honest at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I still appreciate <laughs> the honesty. <laughs> then you know what you're gonna do. Then you still know how you're gonna teach. Treat it right. Right. Yeah. Does that say that right on her profile? Yes, a little further down. Don't yeah, get attacked, or like, don't get jealous. Kind of is what. It's yeah. Well, about. it's like that. Apparently, there's no jealousy or anything. Which. Yeah. I don't know. I have a hard time with that. Like believing that completely. But. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I can't. But maybe yeah. she, maybe she can. And. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can distance yourself from it. Yeah. If you can distance yourself from it, and everyone that you meet is cool with it because you're so open about it, then yeah. I, and you can pull it off. Then awesome. I, d- I always thought that was just a guy trick. I never knew a girl would pull it. You it's know, a very clever guy trick. Yeah, yeah. It's a guy. If a guy could pull that off, I would say amazing. Girl, women can do whatever they want. Mm. Like they can say that, and the guy's still gonna be like, "But I get to still bang you, right?" Like, and then you're like, "Okay, yeah, you do." Okay, uh, then Polly, whatever. Fill your fucking. Yeah, what's that word again? Polyamorous. <laughs> yeah. And really, what does it matter if you're just moving to the next town for the next show anyway, right? Yeah. Like, how no- many relationships is in? You just. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, but he had, magi- he had the magical night. You did have the dolphins. It, it was a magical. That's the night. Yeah. So now he's sitting there saying, "This is what this is what happens." He finds this woman. <laughs> she's uh, 
they have this spontaneous night in the ocean and beautiful dolphins and the whole thing. And this is like, this is clicking fireworks and the whole like of it, right? And uh, and then he realizes, oh, I got to share her. She's probably has dolphins swimming with like oh. 10 different guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe I'm not so special is what the Braden's thinking, right? Is that what you're thinking? Not really. <laughs> I didn't take it that far. <laughs> uh, I'm a romantic. Maybe I'm just a romantic. So does it get lonely on the road? Is that it, the? It can, yeah. Like part of just going on Tinder is like, even just having the chance to hang out with somebody that's not in the band. Like you're, right. just, you're just around. Like it's not that they're bad, but you you know you hang around the same people enough. It yeah. kind of gets to be a little bit of a drag. Yeah, yeah. So it was nice just to go walk around for a morning. Right. Hang right. out with her. We're talking. We're we are we have a scheduled uh, two day tour coming up. Right. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? Hang out with her. Oh yes. Oh. Dave did the finger thing in his <laughs> things. <laughs> Just people at home that don't Washington. know, you put up your one hole, your one finger, <laughs> and, you jam, and, you it. Okay. and you jam it into the OK sign. Right? <laughs> yeah, in and out like a plunger. Yeah, that's what Dave just did. So, anyways, uh, we're going on a tour, two day tour, mm-hmm. right? Orangeville and Leamington, right? Areas. Mm-hmm. The G- we'll start it off local, right? The night before. It's kind of a three day so tour. It's, it's three just day at the first. Oh night yeah, it's of the three day tour. Sorry, three day tour. We are doing a show in Pine Grove. Orangeville and Leamington, right? Mm-hmm. That's our three-year tour. And we we have never been on a tour as a collective of a, our group, and now uh, we are going to have to spend a day, uh, two days, three days traveling and drinking and uh, carrying on together, and it's going to take a toll on our relationship, isn't it? That's <laughs> yes. what uh, you're saying. If you bring a few things, you'd be okay. What do you need? This is what we're talking about. People. We need some tips need, for this. You definitely need headphones. So if you're in the car or something and you're just tired of what's going on around you, you can just slip headphones on, put some tunes on, and kind of zone out. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good one. I mean, you you guys are only going three days though, so it's and you're drinking, so you probably won't have any. Oh we'll, no, we don't. I mean, we'll be like, my brother and I have never spent that long together. Yeah, we'll be with Paul, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul, we need a safety word. I think like a pineapple, pineapple. Yeah, I'll just done. say it before I you. I feel punch. like it's gonna be a great time. Yeah, no, it yeah, will you guys be a lot of fun. Time. No, I'm just kidding. It's not gonna be a big. By the time we've, like, I, how long a trip do you think it would have to be before we would get sick of a each week. other? A yeah. full week. Yeah. A full week where we haven't been home. Be, we'd be not sick. I don't know if we'd be sick of each other, but enough to like be annoyed with each other. Yeah, we'd be looking for new people yeah. for sure. Testy. So yeah. I can't like how how far along would it take you, right? And like, not that you're it's, sick of you. You know you're going with these guys, but like when yeah. you need your own time. That's uh, a better way of putting it. I'm usually fairly like I'll seclude myself right fairly away. quickly yeah. just because I'm just I'm like that. But yeah. I don't know. I'd say I'd give you guys a week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you could probably <laughs> so a week. Okay, a whole yeah. week before you just like I gotta chill it's out realistic. and watch a movie by myself. Yeah, I get some... it. I get the headphones. Charles and I one time went to a, a NASCAR race in the Poconos and I punched him in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was on the drive home, so it was like was it was really? at the end of the three days, oh, right? I think it was on the drive home. Really? Okay, that's good. Then. I thought it was on the way there. How long was your deck project? Because <laughs> that pushed you guys to the limit. Oh, yeah, that was long. Ago. <laughs> oh, that was long. That took a long time. That was a big deck. That was a really complex deck. a really deck. big deck. Yeah. Huge <laughs> deck. That, was, that, that took a, how long was that, Paul? It was like a couple months, wasn't it? A month. Two months. A month. A month. You're going to come to blows. We did work together one time for three months, though, and I, we did not fight, right? Yeah. We got it mad at each other yeah. a few yeah. times, but we never actually punched each other. I want to get back to the tour and Braden's uh, like expertise on this topic. Like, Besides the headphones, what else do we need to bring? 
Um, what else do you like need? How many bring? beers will we need for three days? There's one, two, th- five of us. <laughs> five of you. For um, three days. I don't know how your math is. I don't is. know. I don't know how to do the math on this one. Depends how much how much you need to and, get by. Well, and what else do we need? Definitely over, overstock. Just overstock what you think you need. We need a sponsor for beer. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what we need is a sponsor. Whoever will do it. Just sponsor we need a sponsor us. for beer and uh, pepperettes. Oh, <laughs> we might have one of them already. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I hear there's a bunch of pepperette makers that are looking to bump VG. Sponsor that. Is what they're saying. Because yeah. they're saying, like, for the tour, I mean, if we had pepperettes just loaded in oh, the van. Man. With no day, coupon yeah. associated oh, with it. Just, just, just hand out pepperettes at the shows. Like, the, the, the free marketing really is. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe it? Sales the droves of people that are just going to be driven to sim- go in Stony Creek just to sit mm. there and buy pepperettes. Mm. And they're already doing it. The one, Our one shareholder, X, he went in and bought pepperettes. Yeah. Fucking guy. And uh, didn't get, didn't, none of that money came back to help the show. But I tell you, it helped, it helped those VGs. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So all but, we need is headphones. Um, that's the biggest one. Yeah. For sure. What about emergencies? Do you have any emergencies where you're like, oh, fuck, I wish we had this? What about, or, a, gimp or like, the, what about a gimp in the box? A a gimp? a gimp in the box that sits in the, in the, in the RV. Get the gimp. <laughs> it goes underneath the luggage. <laughs> Where's the leather mask? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to that. Yeah. Well, it breaks just, up the monotony of the tour, Braden. Yeah. You know, that's what I was thinking. And we could just break up the monotony of the tour by letting the gimp out and making it dance. Mm-hmm. Shooting at its feet, you know? Do you... <laughs> Have you ever, like that would be a fun thing to do on a bucket list day is just shoot at a person's I feet. saw it. Didn't you shoot a gun on your tour? What did you shoot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, was, when I was, was in that? Vegas, I shot an MG42, which is like the German World War II, like that one that shoots crazy fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. That gun. And I shot a Luger, which was like the officer's pistol. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Ooh. great. Did it That's really cool. have big kickback? Uh, not as much as I thought it would. I thought the MG42 would be like, you know, rattle your brain. Is it on a stand? Yeah. Yeah. And then it just, but it didn't. It, it gives you a good shake, but it's not. It's not it's like, not, boof. Like yeah, it's not like taking the wind out of you or anything. Yeah, yeah. But the the Luger is, a, is just more of a handgun? It's, yeah, it's a pistol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's great. It's a cool design. The whole way they designed them back in the day, they were like super precise, and that's why they stopped making them. It's because the tolerances had to be so close together. Oh, really? So it was just mm. too expensive to make, so they went mm. to some other... Because pistol. of the Asians. Yeah, yeah, mostly. <laughs> what? That's a throwback. They started making everything. The Asians, oh, they yeah. can't make the tolerances that tight. Yeah, they can't Only do the that. Germans can. The Germans can because they're efficient. Efficient engineering. <laughs> you know what? You know... <laughs> <laughs> Silly Asians. <laughs> so, uh, you know what we should do quickly before we get going? Braden, if you don't mind, you want to do a little bit of weird facts? Yeah, absolutely. This is a segment we call Weird Facts, where normally we try to pretend it's a game. But you know what I've decided to do? These are all true facts. We're just going to talk about them. How about this one? Beard facts. Mozart once composed a piano piece that required the player to use both hands and their nose. That's true. <laughs> it's true, because I told you it was going to be. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, I got one here that I think is uh, 
faking a smile has the ability to actually increase and boost your mood. True. True. It does actually. If you fake it, if you ever, I, I used to, because I'm so grumpy as a my, my default behavior, I would go into like uh, my workplace and I would pretend to smile before I went in. And then it would make me in a better mood. And it was, it grossed me out. You smiled like in the morning? Like fake smile before. I never said it like that. <laughs> but in my head. That's was, what you're saying. I was doing that. Yeah. Like, oh, look at me. I'm a happy dope dipshit. Yeah. You know, I'm coming in, but at least I'm not scaring everyone. I love coffee and stupid conversation. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. What's the price of corn? I'm not, yeah. ho- I'm not horrified to be at my job right now. The weather's not that great today. <laughs> Oh, Mondays. <laughs> Shitty you. old Mondays. You know, oh, hump day. Friday. Oh, TJF. <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday can go fuck themselves. <laughs> People are more likely to experience the feeling of fear after discovering a truth about something they love. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah, it's true, because I said it was all going to be true. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you relieve, if you remove, I don't know where this one is. I read it earlier. If you remove your megdala in your brain, it's part of your brain, your megdala. Megdala? Medulla? Medulla amalgata? Wish I could find those. It says you can't feel fear. So I was. Good. My th- point was, if you get a piece of your brain taken out, you guys all in this room get a piece of your brain taken out, and you don't feel fear ever again. But you'd be normal otherwise, right? Would you do it? Get rid of fear. No, I think it'd be pretty sweet. Necessary. Why? I don't think. I don't think it'd be sweet. I think you need fear to keep you uh, alive. alive. What happens if? You think you'd yeah. die I mean, like quickly? <laughs> yes. I think fear though holds you back on a lot of things. It does. Like, so I would I would think al- about doing it. I think it also fuels adrenaline fear. Like it keeps it might keep you alive because it uh, This is intense, weird facts. It is really intense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it enhances your performance fear. If if you uh, still engage in something when you're scared, I think it's yeah. Yeah, the, the end result. Yeah. That's why your wife always screams, I'm going to leave you if you don't do a better job <laughs> when you're having sex. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Me- meta- <laughs> well, let's leave it on Dave, uh, insulting Dave. You know, this has been a great show. We've had two great guests, and it, uh, we've given no credit to the Irish, or as much as they deserve. We're drunk. You know? This is why Life and Dish tells the best show ever in the history of podcasting. Um, and until then, I think we should just probably call it a show. Thank you, Braden Nakuma, for coming in. Thanks Good luck on me. your travels. And until next week, we will all see you next week. See you, NT. It's Thursday. Check.
All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm.